This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake and Gabby Perutia here to kind of set the table for a recruiting weekend at Miami. Um, So we're going to dive into uh, what you need to know about the official visitors uh, planning to spend time in Coral Gables this weekend and then uh, touch on what to expect from the camp that's going to happen Saturday. Um, Before we dive into that, Gabby, I want to highlight 24-7 Sports. Our network is providing a 60% off deal across the network uh, for an annual subscription. So that gets you a year's worth of VIP coverage for about 43 bucks. Um, If you want to go all in and get Gabby's real-time Super in-depth recruiting coverage. Now's a good time to do that. We got Legends Camp kind of right around the corner. Going to be a big deal at the end of June. And in general, right, recruiting's going to be a big deal with this Mario Cristobal era. Um, 43 bucks um, for a year. I think that's a pretty good deal. So if you uh, if you want to check it out, it starts on Friday, ends Monday. Um, we appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast, and we appreciate everyone who decides to jump on and go VIP uh, through the website. So want to get that out of the way, Gabby. Um, let's discuss the official visitors and we'll we'll go in order of highest ranked to uh, you know lowest ranked. Um, and the highest ranked guy is is pretty high up on the list. 24/7 sports composite number five overall player in the country, five star defensive tackle David Hicks. Um, who visited Miami in the spring, if people remember. Uh, big deal player. Uh, he has already visited Michigan State this month. He's going to visit Oregon next week. Um, Gabby, it's just a, it's a starting here, I guess. It's a good sign that he's coming back to Miami another for another visit. Yeah, definitely a good sign that he's coming back. Uh, you know, he did spend those, I, I believe it was like, it ended up being like three days that he spent down in Coral Gables and, and in Miami uh, you know, earlier this spring, I think it was even like just before spring ball started, or maybe he was there for that first day, that first spring practice. It was pretty early on, but yeah, I think that was a really good opportunity for Miami to sort of showcase the program. Uh, Rod Wright had just gotten hired. I think that was very early on in his tenure as well, where, you know, he was able to get down to Miami. They were able to meet and all that stuff, that stuff, Rod Wright, you know, a Texas guy and, you know, who has a, a pretty strong reputation out there as someone who, you know, performed at a high level for the Longhorns and, you know, was in the league for a little bit. So yeah, you know, I think just another opportunity for Miami to just continue to, you know, further that relationship. I mean, you're talking about Michigan State. I think they're a real factor in this. He's going to go to Oregon after. I believe he got on uh, Texas's campus. Uh, was also AM and Oklahoma pretty recently as well. So there's a lot of 
you know, there's a lot of moving pieces here. There's a lot of big, again, major programs involved, uh, area programs. I mean, I feel like it's always going to be a tough pool to get, you know, the number one ranked player in Texas out of Texas, especially with, you know, considering the way A&M recruited, but they did just go out and get some, a crazy number of defensive linemen. So is that a situation he wants to find himself in? But yeah, you know, I think an opportunity here for Miami to, to sell him on a lot. Uh, you know, again, especially at defensive tackle, you know, on the interior defensive line, um, you know, not a super strong recruiting class last cycle. I think he can come in and be one of the top interior defensive linemen, uh, you know, that Miami's recruited really since Leonard Taylor. I mean, I feel like there hasn't been a super high caliber guy again in the high school ranks. So I think a, a good opportunity for David Hicks. And I think Miami will probably try to sell him on that a little bit. Texas A&M leads on the crystal ball. Uh this recruitment's going to be a long one, right? right. So, yeah. so we'll see. There'll be plenty of twists and turns. Again, number five overall player in the country, uh, twitched up defensive tackle, similar to the to a Leonard Taylor style of defensive tackle, um, back in that twenty twenty one class. Um, would you say he's the highest ranked guy Miami has a legit chance at, or would you? Would you say, no, Miami's still barely alive in the Cormani McLean sweepstakes? Yeah, I mean, I would probably go to David Hicks with that. Again, I, I feel like things could still change, but if I'm talking about like, if I'm looking through the recruiting rankings, looking for the top guy that they have a shot with, I would probably stop first at David Hicks. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to the next guy. Stay on the defensive line, stay at defensive tackle, Sadir Mitchell, um, Bergen Catholic, New Jersey product. Uh, 6'5", 335, massive body type, four stars, number 285 overall on the composite, but 24-7 likes him a lot in their own rankings. They have him at number 44. Georgia is the crystal ball leader. He has already visited Georgia officially, um, already visited Texas A&M, visiting Miami this week. Um, Seems like kind of a big-time run stopper, Gabby. Yeah. I mean, again, you, you sort of mentioned, I mean, just the size, I mean, six, five, 330 plus pounds. Uh, I mean, again, I think that they're trying to make this look uh, a certain way, especially, you know, in the trenches and all that type of stuff. And especially considering how multiple Kevin Steele could be. I mean, I think Sidir Mitchell is someone that intrigues them for those reasons. I mean, I don't think he's really a finished product yet. Uh, you know, I think he's, uh, you know, definitely big bodied mass. You can't really teach that. And, uh, you know, I know Miami and a couple SEC programs. I mean, some people think, again, like you mentioned, Georgia out in front, uh, Texas A&M also in there. Uh, you know, Miami's hoping that, you know, he sees an opportunity to come in here, you know, potentially reshape the body just a little bit, uh, you know, refine it and all that type of stuff and could potentially be a big time player down the road. But yeah, man, that that big body type, I know definitely intrigues Miami. I'm sure Georgia is selling him on being the next Jordan Davis. And I, I do think there's some similarities there, right? right? Um, so we'll see, uh, he's, he definitely fits, right. I think it's fair to say Mario Cristobal wants an sec style right. on the line of scrimmage. Uh, Sidir Mitchell definitely is that type of guy. Next highest ranked guy visiting is Miami offensive line commit Antonio trip, uh, three star out of McDonough, McDonough, uh, school in Maryland. Um, my big takeaway here, Gabby, I think he's rock solid. My big takeaway there is it's good to have a commit visiting uh, with a bunch of guys that you're trying to land, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's really the value of having uh, Antonio Trip on this visit, right? I mean, you got a couple guys who are definitely trying to get on board. And, you know, there's going to be at least one player in their ear trying to get them, trying to, you know, bring them with them. And I think uh, when you got a guy like that who's going to be around all weekend and, you know, yeah, the coaches and all that stuff are going to be doing or giving their pitches and all that stuff is, is great. And, you know, they're going to do just fine with that alone. But when you have one of your peers, one of your, one of the, a kid, your age, kind of, you know, sort of reinforcing all the things the coaches are telling you and maybe talking to him, why, like asking him why it was that he decided to commit when he committed. I mean, really Antonio trip was a, I think he was a Penn state lean on that Miami visit. I mean, that's what the crystal ball read. And uh, you know, just after a couple of days, just popped to Miami. So I think he could share a little bit of his own experiences and, and why he loved Miami. And again, just having a guy that's excited about the program and on board during one of these official visit weekends. I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt. So, you know, that's a, that's, I think a positive about having trip on this one. Next up, we're going to talk about a couple of tight ends. Uh, Reed McKeska at a Bridgeland high school in Cypress, Texas. He's a three-star guy, uh, but he has impressive measurables. He's at 6'6", 233. He's got some big time schools after him too. He's visited Oklahoma last week and he's set to visit Florida next week um, after this Miami trip. Clemson is the leader for him on the crystal ball. And, uh, you know, watching him, Gabby, watching his highlight, he's intriguing. And, and I think he makes sense for the, the type of tight end that Mario Cristobal would want, right? He plays at the high school level. He plays a lot of H-back, and he makes an impact in the run game for his high school team. They'll move him around, play him in the slot too, play him a little bit on the outside at receiver. Um, but the thing that stands out about his tape is he's a physical player uh, that will get it done blocking. Um, and, and he's also athletic enough where you got to respect him as a receiver too. Um, but, but what do, what do the fans need to know about Reed McKeska? Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's start with the, just a lot of the reasons you mentioned is why Miami is exactly why Miami likes him. I mean, they sort of view him as, you know, one of those inline tight ends that can definitely contribute, you know, in the run game and, you know, as a, as a blocker, you know, they just went out and got Jaleel Skinner, who is very much maybe more one of those flex tight ends. It's more of a pass catcher, a guy that, you know, you're probably not going to be asking uh, Jaleel Skinner to be doing a ton of blocking because, uh, you know, that's probably not his forte. I think uh, uh, Makeska and, you know, even Jackson Carver, I think the value in both of those guys is that they could both be, you know, really strong blockers at the next level. I mean, Makeska's mm-hmm. already, you know, 230 plus. Uh, Jackson Carver has a really positive frame too. And uh, that's something I put in my insider last night on on what was it Wednesday night that, you know, I think that's where Miami really likes these guys. And I think that's what, that's why, you know, they could potentially, you know, they would love to potentially land either one of these two, if not both of them, because uh, of the value that they would bring. And we know Mario Cristobal's an offensive line guy. He's a big physical guy. We've talked about that a ton in terms of just what he was doing with the offensive line, defensive line. And I think uh, Mikeska and Carver are two tight ends that, uh, you know, definitely probably, you know, push that a little further along where they'll have like a more strong, at least stronger blocking tight ends. Um, you know, and I think that's where Miami sees uh, some value in them for sure. So it sounds like Clemson is, is the team to watch there. We'll see if Miami can make yeah. an impression this weekend. You yeah. mentioned real, real quick, real quick there. He, he was committed to Clemson, uh, backed off of Clemson. And so okay. it's really, it's a uh, Oklahoma, Florida, and Miami. I believe he officially visited Oklahoma for that champion barbecue. They do on June 3rd coming down to Miami this weekend and he'll probably go see Florida next weekend. Um, you know, and then after those are his top three schools. And, you know, I think he's going to pick between, you know, one of those three programs, uh, you know, probably sometime after those visits. 
good to know. So those are old crystal balls. Um, tight end. You mentioned Jackson Carver, right? He's yeah. a guy from Loomis Chaffee School in Windsor, Connecticut, which, you know, same school, I guess, as Olaus Alinet, right? Um, he is a six foot six, 220 pound guy, three star as well. He is set to visit Iowa on an official visit later this month. Um, he's interesting to me, Gabby, because he is such a big target. Um, he has a big catch radius downfield, does a really good job of catching the ball away from his body. Um, you know, he is athletic enough once he gets his long stride going. He does kind of glide across the field. Um, and I think, too, speaking to the physicality point you were making earlier, he plays on the defensive side, too. He plays defensive line, uh, which which means he does embrace that physicality aspect uh, of football. Um, is there anything else to add there? Miami, Iowa, I mean, both premier tight end schools, yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, I think Miami's, uh, you know, I, th- I think they're in a pretty good spot there. I mean, Iowa, of course, too. Uh, I uh, Just kind of just to further, I mean, just express his physicality. He was actually a, a 2022 recruit that reclassified to 2023. Was a top uh, lacrosse uh, recruit. He was committed to Notre Dame to play lacrosse. So, I mean, those lacrosse boys are pretty physical, too. So, I think that's, sure. a, I think that's another thing that, that, you know, just to sort of um, you know, check on him. And I know he's like a military type of guy too. He, I think he's listed at, at the Windsor, Connecticut camp. I guess there's like a Loomis Chaffee school in uh, Carver, Indiana too. And I don't know why it defaults to like the Windsor, Connecticut one, but uh, uh, okay. I know he's state, I know he's, he's from Indiana and maybe there's just, maybe it's one of those schools that just has like, can't like a, just those generic campuses that just have a few across I don't know, but, uh, I know he's, gotcha. I know he stays in Indiana. So, uh, and yeah, he's a military kid, lacrosse background, uh, played both, both sides of the ball. And uh, yeah, he's a raw tight end prospect, but a strong kid, um, definitely a wide sort of body. And I think he, he's one of those guys that could probably put on weight pretty quickly. And once he sort of gets to his ideal weight, I mean, could probably walk around at maybe like two fifty, I'd imagine, you know, when it's all said and done, maybe a little bit bigger than that. And uh, be one of those strong blocking tight ends who could also, you, again, you also have to kind of factor into the passing game because he can do that, do that a little bit as well. Yeah. Big frame, lots more filling out to do for Jackson Huge Carver. Neck. Like just big, long yes. neck. Like you can just tell that he's a he big, does. strong kid. Uh, the last guy to talk about is offensive lineman Connor Liu, who is at Kennesaw Mountain uh, in Ackworth, Georgia, 6'3, 280. Three-star guy. Um, he is the lowest rated of this guy, but like by position, he might be one of the more highly rated guys because he is a center. And quite frankly, just guys who are centers honestly don't get rated that high for whatever reason. Um, but he is one of the, he's considered one of the better center prospects in the country. Um, he is, he's already visited Clemson. And he's going to visit Georgia next week. So that gives you an idea about uh, the type of prospect he is. Um, what do we need to know about Connor Liu? Yeah, an- another guy that's been down to South Florida a few times. Um, I mean, I think Clemson's going to be pretty tough to beat, you know, just kind of coming off that official visit. I mean, Clemson would definitely went on a little run where they picked up what was it, like four or five commitments, uh, maybe a few more than that, that I'm sort of missing off the top of my head. 
Um, but, you know, sort of word coming out of that was that, you know, Clemson was in a pretty good spot there. I think it's good that he hasn't shut things down yet. He will go through with the Miami visit, probably wants to get to Georgia too, where, you know, he's obviously from the state that he's from. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because I feel like Antonio Tripp might be one of like my project as a center for Miami. Um, so Connor Lou being a center, a potential center too. Um, I, I think that's definitely interesting. Um, I know Miami really, really likes him and, uh, you know, definitely values him, but it seems like Clemson and, and Georgia do as well. So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I am not particularly loving where Miami st- stands in this one right now, but let's see what the vibe is, uh, you know, coming off that visit. And that's it, right? I'm not missing any last minute additions. No, not that. At least none that I know of as of uh, 3.15 p.m. on Thursday. So let's talk about the camp, right? Miami's going to host a seven on seven and big man camp on Saturday. Um, Some big time high schools expected to to arrive. You never know who shows up till they show up. But sounds like Miami Northwestern, Columbus, Booker T, uh, American Heritage, St. Thomas Aquinas, Killian, uh, Orlando, Dr. Phillips. So some good names there. Uh, There is a big-time seven-on-seven event happening uh, in Las Vegas, as well as just kids taking official visits around the country, right? So we'll see who shows up. But Gabby, you do know of of a big-time target who does plan to be at Miami and not participate in the seven on seven competition in Las Vegas. Tell us about that situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, Nathaniel Joseph, the Clemson commit, uh, you know, top wide receiver commit. We've talked about him at length on this show and definitely on the site. Uh, you know, he confirmed with me that he's going to be at Miami on Saturday with, with the rest of his team uh, competing in that seven on seven event at Miami. I expect to probably see him suit up and sort of run around and, you know, definitely make plays out there. He'll probably be the headliner of the event, uh, considering, I mean, David, like, you know, you mentioned guys are on official visits, uh, Andy Jean at Northwestern will be at Texas A&M, uh, at American heritage, Brandon Ennis, Damari Brown, Mark Fletcher. Those guys will all be at in Las Vegas for that overtime tournament. Uh, Malik Bryant at Orlando Jones uh, is going to be at Florida. Peyton Kirkland at Orlando, Dr. Phillips. He's going to be at Florida also for an official visit. So not a lot, like uh, not many of those headliners will make it, but Nathaniel Joseph is one of those guys. Uh, he told me he's making Clemson aware of it. And, uh, you know, for those of you that heard the, the you know, Andrew Ivins' show with Cooper Patagna that they record now on, on Twitter, uh, you know, it does sound like uh, Nathaniel Joseph could uh, potentially move forward with some official visits. And, uh, you know, if he does decide to do that, uh, you know, I think Miami's in a pretty good spot to potentially get one of those. So uh, definitely a situation to monitor and see, see what the feeling is coming out of uh, Saturday after that seven on seven. Yeah. And for those that are unaware, like, I don't know how strong Clemson still sticks to this. Right. But they, for years, they've, they've kind of had a policy where if you're committed to us and you take visits elsewhere, you're not committed to us. Right. Yeah. So we'll see if that, you know, if they cross that bridge, how Clemson handles that, et cetera, et cetera. Probably Nathaniel knows if he does do that, uh, the Clemson thing is, is over. Um, so that'll be an interesting situation to monitor. Um, and then you have potentially, I, I guess, uh, Emery Williams, right? Uh, one of Miami's top quarterback targets is expected to, to be around this weekend as well, correct? 
Yeah, it sounds like he's going to be back down in South Florida. I mean, I expect him to ultimately work out for Miami and that staff. Uh, you know, I think that's something that we've been sort of talking about here, David. Like, right. if Miami wants to move forward with that commitment, uh, you know, they're going to have to, he's going to have to throw for them. And, uh, you know, I think in order, for, I think this weekend is when that could probably happen. So I think that's something to look out for. And I think it's worth noting too, uh, Emery has been invited to the Elite 11 competition, right? Uh, best quarterbacks in the country uh, go compete during the summer. Uh, and Emery Williams was invited, what, Wednesday night? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a great opportunity for them too. And, uh, you know, we'll see where he sort of stacks up with, you know, some of the best in the country, uh, you know, best quarterbacks in the country. I mean, Malachi Singleton, Nico Yamalieva, um, Dante Moore, Eli Holstein, Christi Christopher Vizina, uh, you know, a, a bunch of the big arms that you sort of hear about, you know, in this 2023 class, which seems to be pretty good. Um, you know, FSU commit Chris Parsons will be there. A couple other risers like uh, Brock Lynn will be there as well. So a great, again, I mean, this is one of those, it, it's an opportunity to showcase yourself against the, you know, the elite, another, another way to get evaluated. Uh, the elite 11 is always one of the premier events of the summer. Uh, I don't, from what I understand, there's not going to be a seven on seven event this year. It's just going to be the quarterback competition. So, um, you know, I think it'll just be a chance for him to, you know, spend a week or so out in Los Angeles and, you know, get coached up by Trent Dilfer and, and his staff and, uh, you know, just kind of see how all of this stuff goes. And, uh, you know, he performed well at the Baton Rouge regional. I believe he came out with some of the top accuracy grades, uh, at that event. So, um, I think he has a shot to, you know, potentially impress. And, uh, again, just, I think us as an industry are still waiting to evaluate him a little bit more in person sure. and to get those eyes on him too. So I think we'll have a better understanding of who he is, David. I think hopefully we'll be able to watch him throw right. it around on Saturday. If that does in fact happen. And, uh, you know, watching him at the Elite 11 will be a great opportunity for that as well. All right, let's wrap it up there. Appreciate everyone listening. Again, 60% off deal starting Friday through Monday. 60% off, $43 for an annual VIP subscription. Uh, Gabby and I will probably do a quick recap following Saturday's camp. Just kind of give some of our takes and what we saw, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, until next time, take care.